Okay, so in general, how do you feel about authority? Like, how do you feel when someone tells you what to do? Uh, I feel like those are two different questions. Like, okay, answer how, them separately. <laughs> <laughs> how do I feel when people tell me what to do? I guess it depends. Like, sometimes Definitely. because of my indecisiveness and who I am, like, it doesn't, I don't mind when someone tells me what to do if it's in a, uh, a camaraderie way. Yeah, that or makes at least sense. respectful. Yeah. Like if someone's like barking shit at me, like yeah. do not do well with that. <laughs> she do, will shut you I down. I will shut it down. I've and seen if it. I don't shut it down, then like in my head I've killed you. <laughs> <laughs> now that sounds like something I would say. No, I've seen you I've seen you shut it down and you're still respectful, but yeah. like it's good to know when to speak up and not let someone treat you badly. Yeah, I mean, from for what I think is like someone's gonna pull your card until they know that they can. So, and it's not meaning that like you have to come off as a bitch, but like you have to set your boundaries so that people don't stomp on you. Yeah. And so like, but but that so that's like telling me something, telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. How do I feel about authority? I mean, okay, I guess I'm. Kind of similar on that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like for group projects, oh, or if you're like, I usually try to lead. Okay, and if you're like ordering for the table, like you know when you have a big group and you're trying to like strategize, uh, sharing usually, shit. Yeah, I'll usually. Okay, that's what I. But figured. I, I, but I'm not gonna be like, um, excuse me, I'll do it. Like, or like if, if we're the, getting uh, what if, I want. Yeah, no. If like if the waiter comes to the table, it's like, hey, do you guys know what you want to order? And we've like, already yeah, talked about it, and no one say anything. I'll be like, yeah, we're gonna get the blah 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 blah. I feel like. I would say the same. In group projects, I try to lead. Yeah. Because I I hate when people take forever to just, like, do stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm just... also the person that can take forever to do stuff. <laughs> That's why I try to lead. So at least, like, I'm, I have a leadership role to delegate things <laughs> in case That's I great. slip through the cracks. Yeah. I can still, you know. I think, like, when I was... In a, at a school age, like I cared so much about getting good grades and stuff that I didn't want someone to ruin something for me. Okay. So I felt safer and more secure being in control. I'm not as much as that. I'm more as like bringing everybody on the same page. Like I'm not going to do everybody's work, but like right. let's all like I will set up like a call. Like guys, let's I feel like we're all over the place. Like yeah. let's pull it together. Yeah. Like that type of thing. For, like, ordering for the table, I definitely will only do it if, like you said, we've already decided. I'm not going to just, like, if people are being indecisive, I'm not going to be like, I'll just decide. No, no, no. Unless it's, like, I brought you guys somewhere and, like... They don't know what to do. Yeah, I'm like, listen, I got you. I will say, though, I hate when people are indecisive, but they don't just tell the server, so the server's sitting there. Yeah. I will always be like, can we please have two or three minutes? Yeah, exactly. Because I hate it as a server when people just, like, pretend like I wasn't there. Yeah. But then if I'd start to walk away, they'd talk to me. Yeah. It's just awkward. So, stat. Stat check. If you don't respond to authority well, you might be able to blame it on your brain. What? Yeah. So, some people are predisposed to control aversion given their neurological structure. I just realized I'm about to say some big words. I might need your help on it. The control averse don't like it when others hold sway over their decisions and actions and feel strongly inclined to rebel. 
So this tendency is linked to strong brain activity between the parietal lobe, parietal lobe and dorsal lateral mm-hmm. prefrontal cortex. Mm-hmm. And those are two regions com- commonly associated, of course I mess up commonly, <laughs> with attention, reorientation, and cognitive control. And that's according to a Journal of Neuroscience article. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so like it's not just like your pushover if you're a pushover like it might literally be things within your brain that either makes you rebel against authority or listen to it and wholeheartedly just take it but the article also did say that like you can learn to change yep so you guys can't totally get off the hook right no 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 (laughs) Okay, so today we're talking about our relationship with authority. All right. This will be... (laughs) Okay, let's go. This is Loud. And Louder. With with Holly Holly and Misha. According to a BBC article... Oh, okay, uh, Professor McGonagall. (laughs) There's a study based on the experiments of Stanley Milgram... Did I say that right? Yes. In, that's from the 1960s. But this study was done more ethic, in a more ethically and scientifically rigorous way. So first, participants were asked to administer shocks for a small sum of money. Right. It was about five pounds each time. Um, these are British people, remember? And when a participant was given 60 chances to shock their partner, about half of the time they chose not to. Okay. And around 5 to 10% of people chose not to shock their partner on all 60 opportunities. So for money, pretty People much it was like easy for them to say no if they half. thought it was going to hurt somebody. Yeah. Okay. So then Casper stood over the participants and ordered the person giving the shocks to do it. Now, even the participants who didn't give any shocks previously started to press the button. So they tested more than 450 participants and only three refused to follow the orders. Wow. That's I remember. Scary. I, I remember... A study Learning like about this, that? yeah, in psychology. Yeah, me too. yeah. So as soon as Casper gave orders, the participants' brain activity also changed um, on the EEG scans. Um, in particular, research showed that the brain became less able to process the consequences of the respondents' actions. Okay. Um, and yeah, their sense of agency and responsibility started to melt away. That's terrifying. Yeah, it's crazy. Like how you can conform so quickly by being put in a certain situation. Yeah. And how like the like you said, like the money wasn't enough to get everyone to comply. But being intimidated. But yeah. Yeah. And feeling like someone has power over you. Yeah. When like he didn't threaten them, he didn't hurt them, he didn't force them. He literally just stood up and told them to do it instead of asked them to do it. That's crazy. Why I remember I remember learning about that and like watching the videos and like it was all fake with like the yelling but it was like like, Help! No! No! Like, and like, there's now. St- wait a minute, isn't he? It seems like he's in pain back there. Please continue. Well, I, now I don't know here. Good job. <laughs> Literally, like, hey, what's the big idea? Yeah. What are you doing out there? Now, see, I feel like he's in pain. I, I, I don't know if I can follow. What's going on? And then the, I just remember, I think it's been years, but I think oh the scientist was just very modest. Yeah, he's like, like just continue. keep going. Yeah. Please continue. But that, it was creepy to see like yeah. how that can persuade you. Even though they clearly were uncomfortable, they didn't want to, but yeah, they did it. Yeah, they still did it. That's what you I like. You could tell that they were like, this is fucked up. Not to get too serious for too long, but like people are always like, I mean, myself included, like, 
how did so many com- people comply with like the Holocaust? I, I knew this you were going to go there. Yeah. This is how. Yeah. It's cult, like you feeling thought. like you have yeah, to. Yeah. You definitely. feeling like you don't have a choice. Yeah. I mean, start slow. Yeah, that's, that's not... creepy. I mean, what do you think you would have done? I would you would have pushed that button. I would have sure. loved. To, <laughs> I would have loved to think that I wouldn't, but I probably would have obeyed orders. I think I would have obeyed order to an extent, but why? I remember watching that video when when they start like screaming where they sound like they're literally like dying. I know. I'd be like, dude, I don't. I but they're don't also know. trusting. They're like, this is just an experiment. Like they wouldn't let people. Like I could understand like going back and forth in your head. I don't know. Like, watching it, I was like, I would never do that. But honestly, I probably would. And then I would probably just overthink it, like, after the fact and have regrets and, like, nightmares. Like, it would affect you. experiment would have ruined your life. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Thanks, scientists. (laughs) I mean, can you think of a time where you've ever, like, stood up to an authority figure, even, like, a bully figure based on your morals or thinking something's wrong? I mean, I can't think of a specific moment... I'm sure I stood... But, I mean, I've stood up to people, like, honestly, the only time I've ever almost gone into fights is standing up for my friends. Yeah. So I've definitely done things like that, but I can't think of, like, a moral dilemma that I was in where I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. This is not seem right. I can't think of it. Maybe I blocked it out. Maybe it was that bit I blocked it out. <laughs> what about you? I mean, I can think of a time that I should have stood up, but didn't. Uh-oh. So this is an awkward story, but... um. So when I was in eighth grade, there was a substitute teacher that was around for quite a while. Like whenever any teacher was out, no matter what the topic of like what what class it was, Uh the same guy would substitute. And he always like recognized me and remembered my name and like always tried to talk to me and ask me questions like, what do your parents do for a living? You're so smart. Or like, you're, you seem so much older than you are, blah, blah, blah. Uh And then one day, I think it was a Friday too. So like Uh people zoomed out and he was like, Holly, can you hang back? I need to talk to you. What are you doing tonight? And what's weird is like, he, (laughs) no, I like this. (laughs) Um, What's weird is like, he wouldn't tell me what he needed to talk about until everyone left. Uh So yeah, my senses started tingling. I was like, this is weird. And then he asked me to shut the door. Dun, dun, so I was now a 13-year-old girl oh. alone in a classroom with a... He was probably like early 20s. Oh. And I was like, this doesn't feel right, but he's a teacher. Like, what is happening? And he just was like chatting. He kept telling me multiple times how beautiful I was, how like my parents need to watch out for guys when I go to high school. And I'm like, they need to watch out for you, <laughs> bitch. Yeah. And then... Do you remember his name? I don't. Oh, I wish we could look it up and see he it. Might, I, it might be a mugshot, honestly. Yeah, I'm surprised I don't remember his name. But I just remember like knowing this is inappropriate. And then he just kept chit-chatting, like asking me questions about myself. And I just like, after... Probably no more than a minute. I was like, oh, I really got to get going. Like, my mom's waiting for me. And I just, like, found a reason to leave. And I knew I should have, like, talked to a teacher I trusted or, like, talked to the principal. Yeah. Because he was crossing boundaries and, like, even though he didn't do anything, I feel like that's the kind of guy who will in the future. Yeah. But I did It's hard, though. Especially as a kid. Especially as a kid. And again, him being an authority figure, I was like... Well, you know, he's still an adult. Yeah, and like, like a maybe teacher. I'm being strange, or maybe yeah. I like 
I just don't get it. I yeah, mean, maybe I was know. being too But now friendly. thinking back, you're like, fuck. Yeah, who knows? Mr. If that guy's Wigleson, listening, you're weird. And he had, probably is listening. He's probably still obsessed with you. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Holly? Holly has a iPod? What? The only thing you're... Did you say an iPod? <laughs> <laughs> what? I said, yeah. Podcast. I podcast. just remember he had really big ears. I'm glad you said ears. <laughs> I was like, so did it go oh, further? No. All right. No, so. no, 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 no. Okay, so authority. Redirecting. Growing up, how were you with your parents? Like, what was their discipline style? From what we've talked about, we both had different relationships with either parent. Okay. Right? Yeah. So. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, yeah. I. So my mom and mine was, were both in the same house and yours right, weren't, but right. yes, definitely. Well, and I definitely felt more awkward if, like, my step-parents were trying to discipline me, especially in the beginning. Oh, yeah, I can't imagine. Like, especially yeah. with my stepdad, I had this mentality of, like, you're not my dad, oh. you know. I, you're I, not my dad! Have you ever seen that? That sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> Like a vine from back in the day where he's like, you're not my dad! That sounds familiar. Yeah, that was me. But, like... My mom was definitely more nurturing, more calm. Like, okay. Um, I did get some spankings from her, but she mostly just like had calm conversations with me or like put me in timeout. So when you say spankings, because I feel like I've talked to people about this, right? Because there's like a spanking, there's like a whooping, and there's a beating, <laughs> right? It was a spanking. I got spankings too. So like it was yeah. like a pop on the ass. So it's weird. She usually spanked like my thighs. Oh. I think. Like, it really happened, like, less than ten times. Like, were you standing or sitting? I don't know. I'm quiet on set. Yeah, seriously. My neighbors. (laughs) Um, I, like, literally, I just remember a couple slaps on the thigh, a couple slaps on the butt, maybe a slap on, like, the hand or wrist. And it more hurt my feelings because I just, I felt bad. <laughs> I felt bad that I upset her. I hurt oh, her feelings. No, I, I when I got to speak, I was mad. I was like, how could they? <laughs> oh, one time I literally felt, I might have said this in a different episode. At this point, they're all blurring together. <laughs> but at one point, I remember doing something where like, I think I hurt my mom's feelings. Like I was mean to her and I felt so bad about it once I calmed down and I said sorry, and she's like, thank you so much for apologizing. And I I just, like, kept apologizing. She's like, it's okay, Holly. Like, I forgive you. And I you literally just, was like, you should spank me. You just pull and your she, pants down. You're like, do it! And she was like, Holly, it's okay. You already, like, learned your lesson. I know you feel bad. And I was like, hit me! I remember, like, yelling. Like fight club. Yeah. I remember yelling at her to spank me. And she was like, You, like, no. slap her, like... You better hit me! No, if anything, I would have slapped myself. But oh thankfully, my she like calmed me down. But I felt so bad because like sometimes I was just so I was such an angry child. Like I had a huge temper. And... So I just realized this yesterday because <laughs> I was talking with Wit and we were talking about, and you were saying to me because we were ta- we were talking about this episode and we were talking about how like you remember your early years as a kid being a bully. Yeah. And then you got out of that, and now you're, like, just this sweet person that just loves people, right? And Whitney was the same way. Really? And I cannot imagine Whitney as a bully. Like, I just... Fascinating. I just can picture him as, like, the little sweetest little boy, and he was, like, a badass little boy. And it's, like, I wonder... At least that gives people hope. Like, if you have bad kids out there... there's hope. There's hope that they can grow up to be good people. Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, I think it's also that you might have been going through some things as you were younger yeah. with the divorce and stuff, and like he went through some things, and so maybe it was just like sure. you know, kids just rebel based on because they don't know how to deal with what's going I on. I did not know how to deal with my anger for yeah. sure, and like I would, like I remember I would lock myself in the bathroom and like scream and cry if I was like having an anger episode where like I couldn't calm myself what down. What would you be angry about? I, I don't even remember. But like I remember my older sister oh one time I also had like an unhealthy attachment to my mom through probably the age of eight. Like I wanted to go everywhere. Like to her meetings, to the grocery store. Even if she's like, I'm running an errand coming back, I would like latch onto her legs and like sob. Like through the age of like eight or nine where it's like too old to do that. But again, I think going back and forth between my parents, like I would have I don't know, unhealthy attachment to my mom. Like, I oh, miss God. her. But anyways, I remember Wait, one so time. Wait, so were you... So, I don't know if I realized. So, growing up, your parents are divorced. How yeah. often were you with your dad versus your mom? So, this... What I'm talking about now is before we moved to Arizona. So, I, you guys were... So, both families were living in Iowa. So, yep. you were... Were you living with your mom yes. and then seeing your dad? My mom had more of the custody where okay. I would only see my dad every other weekend. And then, gotcha. I don't think we've ever talked about. We haven't. And then no. once I moved to Arizona, I think I saw my dad for one winter holiday, which after a certain point it always became Christmas. Okay. And then in the summer, and that was it. Gotcha. So okay. it changed drastically when we moved. Gotcha. But, anyway, so like, I remember one time I was sobbing because my mom left without me, and I locked myself in the bathroom. And She's I was like in screaming. the backyard. <laughs> And then my older sister was trying to get me out of the bathroom and she was putting chocolate kisses under the door to like Aww. make me feel better, which is so sweet. But I'd eat one, swallow it and scream again. <laughs> and then the thing that got me to stop is I wanted to be like a famous singer when I was little for a short point of time. And my sister's like, now Holly, like if you keep screaming like that, you're going to ruin your vocal cords. You're like, <gasps> and I immediately stopped. Smart, and came smart out. sister. So at my mom's house, I was much more like angry, uh, would have tantrums, would cry, like, much worse. So but she my, wasn't very authoritative. She, she was more nurturing. Yes, but she would spank me. And, okay. like, she would discipline me. Like, she wasn't a pushover. I think she was actually really well balanced. Okay. My dad scared the shit out of me, so okay. I never misbehaved. Also, I was there every other weekend, so, like, I could put on a happy face long enough right. to, like, not get in trouble. Right. But my dad, like, always said, like, spare the rod, spoil the child. Like, if you don't stop crying, I'll give you something to cry yeah, about. Like, yeah. he was very authoritative. He firmly believes that, like, you should have a healthy, or I don't even know healthy, but, like... Yeah, healthy a healthy mixture of a meetings. <laughs> a respectful fear of your parents. Oh, okay. Like, he thought you should be. Gotcha. A little bit. Okay. But Which I'm is, the only... But that's normal. I mean, especially, like... I feel like as our generations becoming have kids, there's like a more of a fluid right. view of that. But like I growing up, that's what it was. A balance. Yeah. yeah. I I think I am the only I'm the only one of his six of the six kids in that household who never got spanked. And I think I was one of maybe two or three of us who never got soap in the mouth. And it was just because Real I Real soap in the mouth. Yeah, like liquid soap, like and like hold it until he's because they out. said like a bad word. No, talking back, like disrespectful. So what would like what's a dis like? I don't even remember, but I think like if you like muttered something under your breath or like you 
You're like, fine. Like, if you had any sass. Oh, yeah, it was sass. Oh, oh, man, you, you'd you be afraid of my dad's house. But, but again, I like, I don't think it was because I, I was know. like. I don't know. I think I could have handled Dwayne. Oh, no, you could not. <laughs> yeah, maybe I could have. I promise you could not. Yeah. But, like, everyone, every, like, our friend, like, kids, every kid was afraid, I feel like, of him if you were being bad. But, but, like. And I don't think I was like the favorite or like a perfect child. I was just afraid enough and not there enough. Yeah, you were smart. That I you strategized and like realized (laughs) if I do this, I'm gonna get my ass popped. So yeah, and I did not not want that. that. I witnessed it and I was like, I'm gonna learn and uh, be an angel child. Yeah, but I do. I mean, there was also some favoritism in the house too. So like that's a whole different topic. But yeah, it's weird because you also might have different rules in different households when your exactly. parents are divorced. And like, I remember yeah, good point. going through dramatic shit, which I won't get into the details, but I think you know of like my senior year of high school. Yeah. And my mom and stepdad brought me into their pastor and like trying to get me on their side. The pastor was like, well, you know, the Bible does talk about like honoring your father and mother. And I was like, hold on a minute. Right. What about School when your parents Molly. are divorced, mm-hmm. both claim to be strong Christians, mm-hmm. and both are telling you to do opposite things? Who do you and follow? it's a big decision to make in your life. Right. Um, I'm going to honor or dishonor one, one of them, them right. according to your logic. So what do you propose I do? Like, and he was like, uh, 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 I don't know, because he did not come from divorce, and he was not divorced. So yeah, it's complicated. Hmm. But you had different relationships with your parents, even under the same household. Yeah, as well. I mean, it's interesting because, like, my mom, my mom and I, I mean, now we're we're close. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because, like, I always said, like, oh my god, we're so different, and which you definitely are. We are, but also, like, there's so many things that I'm like, shit, I'm turning to my mom. Like, it, it, it's, it's starting to evolve now in my. One of my best friends, Monica, from, like, way back, she's said this for forever. Like, she's like, you know you're going to be like your mom, right? Like, you are your mom. You know, you know. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And then, like, things happen. I'm like, fuck. I'm totally going to be like my mom. But, like, I was a daddy's girl. So, like, I would I would know what things to go to my dad to ask for versus was, my mom. Was your dad, like, more of a pushover with you? Like, you could tug on his heartstrings? Um... I would never describe Gary Severe Cole as a pushover. I guess with the middle name Severe, right. you can't be. But my dad and I had way more. It wasn't even like a pushover. Like we just, I feel like we were more similar in personalities. Like we were more like. That makes sense. I feel like growing up, he was probably more like mischievous like me versus my mom was not. She was more like you. Very like, she knows <laughs> who she can and cannot get upset and who this and that we're like i'm just kind of like i'm a, we, we were free spirit free yeah. child right so like my dad um he definitely like would snap like and not snap where he's like cursing my parents never really cursed at us at all actually Which i don't think they should no like, no like that didn't happen but like my mom and i it's it's hard to explain i mean i guess like and it's really weird also to talk to, like, my brother about because, like, I don't really... Number one, I really have no vivid memory, which a lot of people say then, like, you really didn't get a good spanking. But, like, I do not have 
a vivid spanking memory. I have vivid memories of me. I literally can see me running away from a spanking on my, <laughs> on my stairs. Like multiple in multiple situations in different outfits. Like I can see like, no! Like I see that. And I know I used to get spankings, but I can't picture them. Like I like... I mean, I I only could picture one. I don't think that that's necessarily yeah, crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't remember, like, my parents were not, like, off the cusp, like, throwing things or, like, any, like, it was very, like. I think that's good. You no, know, it's very, it was very good. Like, that's how I want to be. Like, my parent, like, my mom's whole thing was way more about not being mad and about being disappointed. Oh. I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. Ooh, that would cut deep for me. Oh, definitely for you. And I'd be like, that work? I mean, yeah, for the day. And then the next, (laughs) come on. So did both parents spank? Yes. But I don't think I got it from my dad the way my, like my brother will talk about situations with my dad where I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. I do not remember that. Like I remember my dad, like, I don't know what my brother did. But, like, I remember this one part where we were like, Daddy, Dad, like, my mom and me were like, no, no, because my, Monty was just such a sweet little kid. So, like, whatever he did was probably more just, like, annoyed the fuck out of my dad more than, like, pissed him off. Because, like, I feel like growing up, like, I was super tomboy, you know? And, like, Monty was just, like, a sweet kid. like, And, like, he, like, was up under me. So it was, like... He was doing things that I was doing. You know, it's like he wasn't like a very like football, you know, like my dad was a very like he was very intellectual, but also he is he was a very like man's man. And so I think that if anything, he wasn't getting mad at Monty for what he was doing. It was just more like annoyance, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. Daddy, stop. I remember. I remember. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I remember that more than I remember anything from me. I remember... My mom, I remember one time my mom slapped me, and that's because I was being a bitch. Like, on the I, face? Yeah. Oh, damn, you must one have pushed time. her. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Do you I remember said, what you did? I said something. I can picture where I was. Oh, damn. I was probably like a senior in high school, and I don't know what, I said something smart as hell, and it was just like, and I was like, oh! and I think I actually... People are going to be mad. I think I actually almost pushed her away from me. Yes. Like, because I was so taken aback. Like, this, I, yeah. This sounds like a teen mom <laughs> episode. I know. I know. I was not really good with authority because, number one, like, I tried to talk my way yeah. out of any situation. It sounds like you could argue your side of anything. Yes. And I wasn't like one of those kids who was like, fuck you, mom. You're not going to be the boss. Like, I wasn't that at all. Like, but like, I let's wasn't. look at this from my perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, oh my God, we might have to post this for our Instagram. I found a fucking letter that I wrote to my parents that was literally like, I'm really upset because you guys say that I need to be more mature, but how am I going to be more mature if you treat me like a child? <laughs> I've been doing this, 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 and this. Oh and, my but, God. Yeah, like I, like, my dad used to always be like, you should be a lawyer because he used to be a lawyer. He's like, you're going to be a lawyer because, like, I always, <laughs> like, I wasn't disrespectful. I probably was disrespectful, but I was very, like, I wasn't afraid of the authority. Like, I was yeah. more like, we can work together. On Boy, this. were we different. Yeah, like we can. <laughs> let's work together on this situation. No, I would never try that. Yeah, that's so, so funny. It was that was 
Yeah, that's how I was, and that's why I'm really nervous about me having kids because my, my kids. If you are, have a little Misha, oh my god, that's why I've always said I want boys because, like, I mean, there are guys like that too. But but guys, Whitney will have to deal with it more than I will. To have a daughter like yeah. me, I'm gonna have to like because she's going to whisk Whitney off his feet just like I whisk my dad off his feet. And I'm going to be Stephanie Springs being like, God damn it. This is some bullshit. I can't wait to see what happens. We'll hope for the best. So you did say that there is one of your friend's parents, though, who did intimidate you. Oh, yeah. So, like, I got along with all my friend's parents, especially because, like, I knew them for so long. So they were, like, just, like, I was comfortable around them. But, like, my friend Kati... Her dad, first of all, let me just preface this. Her dad is fucking awesome. He is, like, this musician. He has this, like, big, their whole family, like, they play musical instruments, like, this big band, like, an amazing family, amazing, like, just story. Like, they're just three sisters, a brother. Like, they're just an adorable family. But her dad just scares the shit out of me. And, like, to this, like, not to this day because I haven't seen him in a while, but, like, even as an adult, I'd be like, oh, shit. Is he a big guy? Yeah, not height, but like he's like a stocky, stocky guy, you yeah. know. And he's a big guy in personality. Yeah. Like he is just like does n- he will bust your balls. Like he doesn't <laughs> give a shit if you feel embarrassed. But he thinking about it now, like he just wanted the best for us. And so like I've talked about this with my parents, where like they kind of like push things that like they didn't talk to me about things but like mm-hmm. he would call me out on shit and like also sometimes it's just them not being your parents that you're more willing to listen I think yeah well and also I feel like he was one like where he found out about like you know us in our age were like sneaking around and like and so he wasn't one that would like not say anything like he would be like so I know you sneaked around who are these boys that are all around you, huh? What's who's that guy? Like, I don't oh, like him, and I don't oh. like him, and I'm just like, huh, I'm sorry, hi, Mr. Green, and like literally, like, and he loves me, I love him, like he was like, even with my parents, like his family, like every Christmas, it was so cute. This is like sidebar, but like every Christmas, him, his wife Chris, who's the cutest, giggliest little lady Aww. ever. She's the sweetest lady. With Kati, her three sisters, her little brother, and they would come and do Christmas carols in these like cute little That's Christmas so outfits cute. and come to our house. Like they performed at my brother's graduation party. Like they Aww. like they are family. But like when I think of like, was there a friend's parent that scared me? Yeah. There was one. Yeah, because he didn't <laughs> take any shit. And he used to work in a high school. I think that's what it was, So too. he knew how he to knew. talk to kids. And he, not, no, Teens. not that he knew how to talk to kids. He knew what shit we were on. Like, that's what it was. It wasn't about how to talk to us. It was just like, you can't, you can't fool me. Like, me. Yeah. I know what y'all are doing. Like, and I was one that was like more of like the fast kid. You know, like Kati was in it. Like, Kati was our innocent friend, for real. Like, Kati <laughs> didn't drink till she was 21. Like, she had a boyfriend, but she was, like, this sweet girl, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he he's just protecting his girl. And, like, he loved me. I know that. But, like, he'd also be like, this Misha, we got to watch her. And I'd be like, shit, he's right. He doesn't watch me. He scares me. But shout out to Gregoria. He was, he's, he's amazing. That's an awesome name. Yeah. How about you? How were you with your friend's parents? Um, 
I was definitely not casual. I was not comfortable totally being myself. I always put on like just like exactly what I thought they would want me to be because I wanted them to like me. Like even now I get nervous. Like meeting your mom, especially like hearing like she's a badass, she's strict, and she's got very distinct like opinions and like holds people to high standards. I was like, okay, yep, I, I, I can totally do this. I need to like be great and do great. And then I made the biggest mistake, like a dumbass. You did not. It was not everyone, the biggest. Ugh, everyone was outside because we ate outside, socially distanced, being careful. It was like Memorial Labor Day. It was yeah. a holiday. I think it was Labor Day. It was yeah. beginning of September. And she's the only one in the house. She like stepped in for something and I stepped in to like get seconds or whatever. And I was in the kitchen and I went, oh no. And I started running. She's like, what's wrong? I was like, I forgot my mask. And I don't even remember what she yeah, said. The, the fact that you said I made a big no-no and she's looking at you like, what's wrong? And you're like, I fucked up. But then on the way out, I think she said something like, uh-oh, or like, oh no. Or I, she said something and I was like, damn it. And I ran outside, put my mask on. And I was like, oh, I almost, I almost made it through the day with like no mistakes. She, I'm getting better, but like, I definitely want people's parents to like me and think that I'm a good influence like but you but like the thing is like you are (laughs) like I don't understand why you like what's the front you're putting on like if you're just yourself they're gonna know that I don't know but I can also sometimes be really like inappropriate or dark and I don't want someone to be like oof (laughs) well yeah but like I'm not gonna say my inappropriate dark shit in front of my mom yeah well, for the most part. I was afraid, like, I might let something slip. Oh, my but, God. But, yeah, I mean, especially as a, as a kid, I definitely wanted people to like me. And it was so awkward if I got in trouble by other people's parents. One particular story, I had just learned what sex was, so it was on my <laughs> mind all the time. And I had two neighbor friends that were brother and sister. I was in between them in age. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the girl was, but it was just me and the boy, which, like, we did kiss at one point. We oh, I did some weird stuff with my boy neighbor. Oh, oh. We used to flash our private parts <laughs> across the fence. Across the <laughs> fence? He's like, look at mine. I'm like, look at mine. <laughs> Sorry, I digress. I mean, kids do that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we were on the playground and I, I must have been loud knowing me. Yeah. And I was like, what happens if kids have sex? Do kids also have babies? And she like stormed the out. Mom did. Yeah, the mom stormed out of the house. Didn't even say anything. She, I just realized like she heard me, and she was like, "Go home right now. That is inappropriate." And I was like, <laughs> "I didn't mean like we were gonna do it. Like I was just wondering." And she's like, "Go home." And I remember like running home You're crying. Like, I don't even want to fuck your son anyway. <laughs> And I just remember like running home crying and I was like so embarrassed and so mortified. And of course I was like, she's never going to let me back there again. And then after like a few days, it was fine. (laughs) But yeah, it was awkward. All right. So speaking about authority, right? We have to talk about the popos. Yeah. um, I just say stupid shit to cops. Do you have you had lots of interactions? <laughs> lots, no, no. But like, I've been pulled over a couple times, and like, I just say like, not dumb shit, but just kind of like, I'm kind of a smart ass, and I know that oh, it's not no. safe. Like, for example, 
So one time this cop pulled me over and it was like, because I like, it was by my house getting on the expressway and I would always go in the second lane and then turn in from that lane because I don't want to stay in this fucking line that's going to take 10 minutes, right? Classic. Fair, right? Fair. I get pissed at Fair. those people. Yeah, you do. Because <laughs> you're a sheep. I wait okay. in line. So. And no. you cause more of a traffic nope. jam. Okay. Nope, because we we proved that that is not right. No, that From wasn't when I, proof. When we were together. You pushed people back further. No, we didn't. When we were together, I jumped in a gap the that was gap already there. The gap is only temporary. The gap they was there because I was there. Nope. Whatever. No, nope. We disagree. Nope. You're a sheep. Anyway. We'll pull this. So, okay. So, I get pulled over and I didn't have my driver's license on me. I had my state ID on me. Okay. And I, I lived like a block away. And he's like, well, I need your license. And I was like, well, I have my state ID. I have a, I have a valid driver's license, but I have my state ID. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, I need to see your driver's license. Now, and I like made a joke, and I was like, but my picture on my state ID is so much better. And he, oh, and he did no. not think that was funny. Trying to flirt? No, not at all. I was, just, I was oh. being for real. Like, <laughs> my picture on this is way better. My driver's license picture sucks. He's like, well, blah, blah. I was like, and this was like 24. 15, 2016. I was like, it's 2015. Like, you can't look my name up in the system to see I have a valid ID. Uh-oh. And he didn't like that either. He's like, you need to learn the rules of the road. I'm like, but I do know the rules of the road. Oh, no. I just, I, my problem is like, I get nervous. And so I try to use humor, but it just turns, it comes out as just like. Disrespect. Being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Like, most of the time, they don't laugh. Did you get a ticket for that? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) I've not had to... I've not been to... I talked... I actually Whitney witnessed the first time of me getting pulled over, and I did the same similar situation. They're like... They're like... (laughs) They asked some question that was, like, stupid. It was a really stupid question. I was like... They're like, well, why did you turn on a yellow light? I was like, because I didn't want to get... Stuck in the intersection on a red light. Well, that's weird. It was just, I, I can't remember what it was. Either way, it was just like, what? Like, I just, my answer was like, just very direct. Blunt. Like, it. this is why I did it. And they're just like, wow, you're bold. I just, <sighs> police authority pisses me off because like, first, most of the time they're just being dicked for no, well, okay, okay. Let me take the back. <laughs> A lot of times, not most of the time, a lot of times there's like some dickness for no fucking reason. I have heard that, I don't know if this is in every state and city, but sometimes there's a quota of tickets you have to get Oh, definitely. Out, That's definitely a thing. Which you gotta, sucks. Yeah. We used to always say that. That would like, suck. Like you gotta watch by the end of the year, in the month, be careful because Ugh. they're out on the prowl, prowl, yeah. prowl, on the prowl. prowl. I think prowl. Prowl. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not great with the cops, and but and then like all this, sh- like 2020 has just brought a whole new wave uh, of yeah. feelings about cops. So it's like, I know I should be smarter because I'm a black woman, <laughs> but I'm also too cocky with them for some reason. And like I've been <laughs> oh with like gosh. I've been with friends and with wit where they're like Misha, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh my because God. I'm not trying to be an ass. I'm like trying to be like, you know, let's play. Right. But, they don't. but it's just not the it time or yeah, place. No, no. How are you how are you with the popos? You probably have not dealt with them much, huh? Um, I've been pulled over once, but uh-huh. I um mm, I have 
ever since I was a little kid, I've had a very logical fear of police. Illogical. Like, very afraid of them. Like, when I was a kid, if a police officer walked by, I'd cling to my mom and, like, hide my face. I feel like I've been with you and we weren't even doing something I'm never wrong. doing anything wrong. And you wrong. were just like, oh. I'm like, oh, God. And I'm like, like sit up straight. <laughs> like, no, like, I I always, as a kid, thought that they could just take me away to jail. Well, or they could. If they whatever, were. for any reason. I mean, you, they probably won't take you away to jail. I know. But I... Yeah, like, even the other day, like, I was looking at my phone for directions, but it looked like I was probably texting, and a police officer was driving by me really slowly, and I was like, oh, shit, and I, like, hid the phone in between my legs, and I was like, oh, shit, oh, shit. Like, in between I got your so legs, nervous. like, they could see it on your lap. Like, I I don't know. It was I illogical. love it, too, because, like, when that happens to me, this shows the difference to us. I start to think of the story I'm going to say. I was like, oh no, I actually was just pulling it up because, like... I was preparing to apologize. I was preparing. Oh, one time I got in trouble. This is when I was 14 and dating a 17-year-old. The only other boyfriend I've had. Oh, that's almost it. Not good. Okay. Well, of course we didn't do anything. Oh, this true. True. Um, There's no statutory there. The problem was I had just been in a play and I decided to go for a walk with him through the green belt before taking off my makeup. So What's I a green belt? A green belt? Like, you know, like, um, like walking trails... Like, there are no, like, car streets. It's just, like, walking trails through, like, green grass. And it, I don't know. How do you define a green belt? Have you ever seen one We'll look here? this up. Uh, no. Okay. We'll look this up afterwards. But, right. yeah, it's just where, like, especially, like, kids and teenagers, but anyone can go for walks. It's just, like... Is that where, like, people go and make out in the woods? Yeah, like, or, like, on the playground and stuff. But oh. I just <laughs> swing on the swings. <laughs> yep. But, like, I looked like a whore because I had oh. stage makeup on. Oh. And I'm with this older boy. And you're like, I just played a whore in this <laughs> No, I played with Riding Hood. But, like, you just always wear Red so lipstick, much. Red lipstick, too? Yeah. Oh, and, like, like so much blush. Oh, yeah. And my hair was in braids because it was a Russian oh, rendition. Oh, this little whore in the yeah. woods. And so this police was approaching us and I was like, oh, no, what time is it? We're out past curfew. Oh, no. And, like, I was freaking out. Past curfew. That's adorable. And so he came up to us and he's like, what are you guys doing? I was like, we were just going for a walk, I swear. And he was like, "Uh, so where do you guys live? And I was like, 3614 East Brookwood Court, Phoenix, Arizona. And he's like, all right, it's okay. And he was like, now I could escort you guys home. Or you guys can just walk home if you go right You're like, now. escort me, I please! Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. And and I was just, like, talking so fast, apologizing way too much. And, like, we didn't get in trouble at all. Like, it, it was... I just was so afraid of him. Like, so afraid of the cops. And, like, the only time I've been pulled over, I still don't even understand what I did to this day. I think I cut across multiple lanes too quickly. <laughs> that but could be a thing. I don't know. But, but I was really lost. It was before I had a GPS on my phone... And I was like 16, and I think I was with a 14-year-old friend. And we were in a bad area. We didn't know what where we were. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've never been pulled over. And, like, I was so scared. And they were super nice. And it was, like, an older black man and a younger black man. And the younger one was very attractive. So I immediately felt safer when, when, <laughs> when he showed up. But, like, like, I was arrest shaking. me, officer. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, shaking like a leaf, though. Like, and again... Like, even when I know I haven't been drinking, I haven't been smoking, I have my license on me, I have registration. You're a blonde white I'm, woman with blue eyes. Sorry to throw it out there, but... No, it's true. But, yeah. like, I, I don't know where it came from. I'm very afraid of police officers. Huh. Yeah, because I feel like there's nothing that's, that stems from. It's just... 
Nope. And the logical fear that you have. But I think... I mean, it's logical because, like, we... Yeah. We see things. Yeah. yeah we but see even things. before all that, like... <laughs> I like... I, we see things. <laughs> we see you. We see things. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's complicated. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so not to, like, dig too deep, but in terms of the government, I know some people think, like, the government should have, like, no rule over us. Why should I wear a mask? Right. I don't need to wear a mask. I'm freedom of speech. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. I mean, I mean, one, one valid thing is, like, do, okay, so do you... How do you feel about the government establishing laws that require us to wear seatbelts or like have health insurance or wear masks during COVID and establish curfews during COVID spikes? Like, what do you think? I mean, as I now at this age, like as a kid, I'd be like, why do we have to wear seatbelts? Like, I get it. Like, I understand those type of restrictions because that's just for like the general good for That's my citizens. thing. I think people make it personal. They're like, my freedom. It's about me. But like, the reason we make you wear a seatbelt or like wear a mask is because you could also hurt someone else. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm fine with that. It's when like, well, they try to govern my vagina. That's when I'm like, <laughs> fuck your laws. Wait, but... wait, wait. Can someone hurt someone else if they're not wearing a seatbelt? No, you die. I guess it's about you, but it's trying yeah. But to if but but if, if someone's in your car and a kid's in your car and you, if there's nothing enforcing you to buckle up the kid in the back seat in That's your car, true. then yeah, that kid's gonna die. Yeah. No, that I don't. I have no problems with government enforcing those type of laws to it's, make people safe. Yeah, it's it's laws Think that are guys. just about like political and religious and yeah. all that shit. That's why I'm just like. Fuck that. Yeah, where it's more about bias. Yeah. And like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And like, enforcing health insurance is a weird one. I don't think I know enough about the topic to have I don't either. a super strong... No, I really don't either. A super strong opinion. Because I don't have health... I'm not going to lie. I don't have health insurance right now. Yeah, I don't it's know It's really you... expensive being unemployed. Yeah. I'm just... <laughs> Cross my fingers and hoping not to die, literally. <laughs> but, like, I, I mean, it's a lot. And, yeah. like, and it's hard. Do you, thinking, could you get Obamacare? Obamacare is a lot, too. It's very... And, like, I... Not to say that I'm not for it, because I think that, like, it's awesome that there is health care provided for people that do not get it through. Their you know, like, if I had kids... Definitely, I would have that right now. Yeah. If I had a pre-existing condition or if I had health problems, definitely. Like, for me, it's just, like, it's hard. And this is this could be really stupid and ignorant. But it's hard for me to pay for insurances on things that I don't use. Like, even when I had a job for 10, 11 years, I rarely used my health insurance yeah. outside of, like, going to my annual doctor's appointment. Like, I now, knew. something could happen, for sure. Kidney stone. So, I'm just taking a risk. Been I don't there. know. Yeah. Yeah, it's... But I don't have a problem. Like, public health care... Like, Obamacare... Yeah. Yes. I don't... It's a great option. Yeah, like, I don't even understand. Yeah, that's a great option. Yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely don't understand how wearing a mask is, like, the government controlling you. 
That just shows, like... I wish that, honestly, I wish that there was a national fucking thing and not this, like, right. state by state because shit probably would have been slowed down by now if there was, like, like shut yeah. the whole thing down. Like, are masks perfect? No, but they will significantly slow down spread. Yeah. And then at this point, it's, it's just like... just like the thing that I showed you today about, like, winter coats. It's, like, so funny. about hyperthermia and it's, like... This many, only this many people is like 0.99995% chance that you will die from hypothermia. So right. why should we wear coats? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, it's just some bullshit. Just put a fucking mask on until right. you go home. Like Because now things are so bad. We're like, we are about to separate and only see one person. Yeah. And like, that's going to be really tough. Yeah. But this is what it's come to. Yeah. Put on a damn mask, y'all. For and real. stop hanging out in groups. Yeah. We're beyond seriously. that. Like, just chill. Do better. I'm trying to get married in November. I just said a date. Next like, November. 2021. I'm trying to get married. Yeah. Let's get this shit together. Heck yeah. Aaron always says, he's like, if everyone in the country just, shut just it down. Like, only went to mandatory places, like for their jobs or the grocery store, and then only hung out with people they lived with just for one month, we would be in such a better place. Like, it would be drastic change for good. Sad. Anyways, that was a rant we weren't expecting to have, but nope. it's important. Nope. Oh, yeah. It was important. So, let's get to bosses. Yeah. How do you feel about bosses? Are you intimidated by them? Are you... Yeah. It's, again, like, I... I've, it's hard for me to be myself, especially, like, silly. Even, like, even though my last boss, Beth, was, like, wonderful and, like, she's the kind of person I could make, like silly jokes with or like cuss in front of it still took me so long to even start to be myself and then when she saw my comedy show she was like whoa who's this person because at work I was so overly professional and sweet and like trying really hard to be this specific type and then I don't know but I hate it because it's exhausting like I I get frustrated with myself that I'm not being authentic yeah but it's hard to find the balance like I'm not trying to be wild or inappropriate but I want to have my own personality shine through. Yeah. I don't want to just be nice. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty candid. Yep. So, like, <laughs> they probably see it in the interview. They see it when I first start working and they see it throughout. Like, I am very... I get my shit... I'm, I'm like... Yeah, I'm professional. But I also, you know, can be a little too loud sometimes. Or <laughs> can... I don't know. I, I've never... I've never truly felt intimidated by people that I work with. Mm. I don't know that imitation sure. is good anyway. Imitation? Intimidation? Intimidation? <laughs> no, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, have I been afraid to say something to a boss? Maybe. Mm. But have I felt like I can't be, I mean, I okay, let me take the back. I've definitely toned myself down depending on what boss I'm around. Like, I'm sure. not going to be who I was in front of Jim the same way I'm in front of Beth the same way I'm in front of Dan. You know, like, right. there's like there's different thresholds to it. Yeah, you, yeah. But they still get the gist of who I am. You know, yep. it's not like, it's not like they're going to be like, oh, yeah, that Misha, she's so quiet and timid. Who would have thought? Like, no, they, they get it. I just feel like, like what I said before, I feel like, once you're genuine and come off genuine, you're able to, like, for me, if I come out that way, then they shouldn't be surprised when I have a problem and I talk to them about it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, if I come off timid and then all of a sudden I'm, like, 
so listen, I don't like this. I have a problem. They're like, whoa, where'd this come from? Yeah. We're like, if it's mean, I'm like, listen, I don't like this shit. Like, I, I mean, I'm not going to say shit, but I'm like, I don't like this. Like, I feel this way about it. I don't like how this person treat me. I don't like this. Like, they're going to listen to me and not be like, wow, she's overreacting. They're just going to be like, okay, mm-hmm. I hear you. And so, like, I just, I try to blend what I've learned from being myself and also what I've learned from my professional beautiful mother. <laughs> and I try to blend that together to make this new professional persona, Yes, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, when it comes to the nature of the workforce, this is a little stat we have. The workforce will change because, guys, millennials will make up 75% of the workforce in 2025. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. So leaders are preparing to manage an entirely different generation of employees in 2020 even. Remote working, especially due to what's going on, and flexible flexible hours are increasingly becoming the order of the day. So with this much employee freedom, leaders have to find new ways to maintain their staff and ensure workflow doesn't diminish. Yeah. And I feel like we even saw that, like, let's be, okay, let's like be completely candid and honest. Yeah. We saw that at the end of what was going with there COVID, right? There was huge right? pushback with working With working home. from home. And it's there, like, yeah. we could do our job, like outside of being an event, we can do our job at home. There, Yeah, there was the stigma that like, There's a super you're, old school you're not going to get anything yeah. done. You're going to be lazy at home. You're going to be distracted, which, like, I'm not going to lie. It is more distracting sometimes. Yeah, but you can be super distracted (laughs) in the office, too. Oh, for sure. So I think I can definitely see how it would be challenging to transform, like, the workplace and your mentality. Like, I can see how leaders will struggle finding the balance of being flexible, but, like, not letting people getting away with shit. Because I've also heard horror stories from people whose, like, coworkers pretend to be online and, like, they're not. But see, like, I'm sorry. But... To me, that's not a horror story. If they're getting their fucking work done. No, 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 but they're not. Like, they're pretending they are. And then they're like, my computer broke or my Wi-Fi's down, but it happens, Uh, like, every day. Because I used to do some, I mean, listen, my old job, and I can say this now, we used to play softball on Thursdays, and we'd work from home on Fridays, and before we leave on Thursday from the bars, we'd be like, all right, y'all, keep it green. Sometimes you just move that fucking mouse, and you keep it green. But you get your shit done. And yeah, that's, that's the thing. Different. It's like there's micromanaging that doesn't need to happen. Right. And even like my mom, like she's more old school, I think, than like an, another person in the field. Mm-hmm. But they've been working from home for this whole time. Like she shut that shit down. And yeah, which she's like, I can new. never see us going back to what we were before because it doesn't make any sense anymore. I don't think they will. It doesn't I, make I any sense. I think there's going to be a lot more balance with working at home and coming in the office less. Yeah. But yeah, I could see how that'd be challenging to adjust to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's interesting all about the workplace. I think for me, like, as an adult, it's, I'm learning to, I'm really shifting gears here. Oh, yeah. I'm learning to balance my parents' opinions and influence on me because Aaron said the most, like, the biggest revelation the other day because I was talking about how it's hard for me to be authentic with my parents when we have such different types of Christianity and, like, such different political beliefs. Yeah. And it really fires people up. And so in the past, I always, like, be fake or, like, don't say anything because I'm afraid of disrespecting them or, like, offending them. But Aaron was like, they don't have authority over you anymore. Right. You're an adult. You can have different opinions, and there's nothing wrong with that. Totally. And it's, like, obvious, but I was just, like, 
Whoa, you're <laughs> right. Yeah. So like 2020 is the year where I'm trying to be more authentic. That was this year bold. he said that. Yeah. Yeah, because I was Deep. like, I was like, well, you know, I just feel like, you know, my parents want this for me and I, I don't know. And he's just like, no, 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 no. He like politely shut it down. So hmm. I'm just slowly accepting that like I don't have to be what they want me to be. And that yeah. doesn't mean I'm a failure or a disappointment. That means I disagree with their expectations. Yeah. And like I have a different moral compass. So, story about that, because I remember there was a while, there was like in my 20s where I felt like I was a different person when I would go to see my parents than I was outside of seeing my parents, because mm-hmm. I couldn't be and say the things that I would want to say in front of them. Yeah. And I thought it was so cool. So the other day we were having dinner, it was myself, my mom, my sister-in-law, my brother, and Monty. And I think we might have talked about this in an episode. I think so. Monty um, brought something up like, I just want to make sure that I'm, you know, sharing this legacy, blah, blah, blah. And Alicia, my sister-in-law, pretty much, like, I can't remember word for word now. It's been longer. But she pretty much asked my mom, like, what do you see as, like, success? Like, what do you see as success for your kids? Like, yeah. what... good question. You know, and my mom... And I was just so shocked to hear it and, like, just thinking about that, I almost got emotional. But, like, my mom's answer, like, 10 years ago, five years ago, I would have been, like, bullshit. You know, because, like, my mom was just, like, I just want them to be happy. I want them to not stop. So, meaning, like, I don't want them to be lazy. I don't want them to just be stagnant. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that I want you to be striving for fucking excellence and, like, rule the world. You know? It's yeah. not like It's not like I want you to be this super successful person. I just want you to love who you are, love what you're, what you're doing. doing, and have passion within what you're doing. Yeah. And I feel like that I started to realize, I think, like, a couple years ago with my parents but it's just starting to hit me more and more. And especially like going through this, like the wedding stuff and talking to my mom about it and like talking to her about like future kids. Like there was so much pressure that I think probably was there, yeah. you know, but is starting to min- diminish on both sides because she's realizing like, okay, I'm proud of who she is. I'm like, she's in a spot where she is good. Yeah. And I'm not worried about her. I'm mm-hmm. not worried about who she, her, who, her, who she is with her partner. I'm not worried about who she is. Like, she's probably worried right now because I'm unemployed. But, like, she also is <laughs> proud that I'm about to get my graduate degree and yeah. we're working on this project. Yeah. And so it's, like, it's interesting how your, like, shift with authority happens. Yeah. Just, like, what you're saying, you know? Like, yeah. Like, there was, like, a fear of our parental authority that now right. you're, like... Because I think another thing is, like, we think of our parents as these, like, godly people Perfect when we're kids, role models. right? yeah. And I, I'll never forget the age where I'm like, oh, shit, like, they mess they're up normal too. people. Yeah. Right. Like, that's, like, Definitely. a whole, like, mind fuck when you're it that really age. Is. But it's true. And so, like, I just want to make sure that I remember that for when we have kids. Yeah. Because that's a big thing. So. Yep. All right, well, that was our episode on our relationship with authority. Mm-hmm. Um, that felt good. Yeah. I feel like... I feel like we're empowered in a way. Yeah. To just, like, be ourselves and 
find the balance between like respecting people but standing up for yourself. Yeah, exactly. It's just like a cute little life lesson. And like you can teach me how to like stand down and I can teach you how to like <laughs> be rebellious, you know? We would make the perfect person. Best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Please follow us on social media. Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, you know the drill, at Loud and Louder Podcast. And we haven't mentioned it in a while, but we do still check our email on a regular basis. Yeah. And that is loudandlouderpodcast at gmail.com. So if that's your jam, hit us up. This is Loud. And Louder. With with Holly Holly and Misha. Misha.